When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Good morning. Good morning and welcome everybody to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. My name is Martin Bamba. That's my buddy Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And I'm happy to say that today we're actually in the same room together. Absolutely. It's been a few yes. weeks that uh, that we have not been, uh, but we decided to get it together today and, and do the show uh, in one place, and we're happy that we are doing that for a number of reasons. It's always good to see Jim, and and uh, and it's always good to spend some time with my, my brother over there. And uh, so it's... it's, it's uh, it, it's been a trying week, my brother. Yes, just, that's a statement. For some more than others. Yes. Uh, for some more than others, and and God bless you, and our heart goes out to you. If uh, if you were one of those that had extended periods of of power outage, and uh, if you had water damage or no water at all, and some uh, in our communities are still without water, uh, some in our communities still without power. And uh, and many in our community uh, are under boil water um, uh, advisory, so um, uh, just just unbelievable uh, the uh, the week that we've had. And who in a million years would have believed uh, in in our country that we would have had those types of issues? Um, and 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 we're going to get off the home improvement subject for just a little bit. We will talk a lot of home improvement today, but but uh, right now we're just talking human to human. Uh, there were some some really uh, trying times this past week, and uh, and and we we are trying to keep in mind that there are people that are still having some of these issues and still struggling. Uh, Debbie and I were exceptionally blessed. Um, we did lose power for one full day, um, never lost water, but most of our employees and most of our kids, our children, uh, did lose power for extended periods of time. Uh, did lose water. Uh, just got their water back yesterday, late afternoon. Um, most of them. So we, uh, I'll tell you what, we uh, we we just we watched the news this past week, and and just as it got worse and worse as the week went on, Debbie and I, um, I, I I'll tell you exactly how it happened. Um, we we were in the kitchen, uh, I guess, a couple of mornings ago, and uh, I was fixing us a cup of coffee. And I turned around, and Debbie was just in tears. And um, I, I, I was obviously I was concerned. I didn't know what was going on. And uh, and I said, "Honey, what's what's going on? What's wrong?" And she said, "I we've got to do something." And uh, and I said, "What do you mean?" And she said, "All these people without power, and and you know, with 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 all of these things going on, first COVID, now this." And she said, "We we've got to do something to help." And I said, "Well, let's let's do something then. Let's figure out what to do." So we we had a couple of ideas, and uh, and Debbie and I 
uh, started uh, reaching out to friends. Uh, uh, our friend Arnie Piankowski, uh, who is one of the account re- representatives, in fact, one of the longest-term account representatives at Alpha Media at KTSA. Uh, his wife, Hannah, who is a, a phenomenal human being as well, um, good, strong Christian people, um, always always a good sounding board, and, and Hannah's a great uh, marketing professional. And, uh, and, and I knew that they'd be able to have some ideas for us. So we came up with a couple of different things. And, and uh, in, 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 in conjunction with our friends uh, over at uh, Energy, another alpha station, um, we have put together something this morning that, that in, in a small way, is hopefully going to help some families uh, here in our, in our area. At Window World this morning at 11 o'clock, whenever Jim and I get off the air, we're going to have a food truck out here, and uh, and I'm I'm going to get all the details and give it to you here in just a little bit. But at 11 o'clock, we're going to be giving away um, family packs of tacos, um, ten tacos per pack, water as long as it lasts, and uh, and food as long as it lasts to as many people as uh, we can get through our parking lot and and help. Um, we know that we've we've committed to at least uh, 70 of these packs. And um, we don't know how long that will last, but if you are in need, and you're listening to me, uh, if you have a family member or a friend who is in need, and you're listening to us, um, 5238 Evers Road is the address for Window World here in San Antonio. We're a block inside of Loop 410 on Evers Road. You just drive on in, say, I'm hungry. We're going to have somebody get that taco uh, family pack out to you. Uh, bring your water fillable bottles. Uh, if you need drinking water, we have a partner that is uh, committed to bringing water out here, and uh, as long as it lasts, filling up people's water bottles. Uh, we know that, that that's in, in short supply right now, drinking water. And we just we want to bless some people the way that we have been blessed. Um, Window World uh, is a company that I am so proud to be part of. Uh, part of our core value is giving back to our community to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, to our military. And uh, when, when we really need it uh, locally, we, we want to chip in. We want to do something. That's, that's, that's phase one. Uh, we're doing that today, 11 o'clock, 5238 Evers Road. If you're in need or you know someone who is in need and need a hot meal, please come by and see us. There is no, nothing to buy, nothing uh, to, to, to do other than just enjoy uh, some hot food on us. And, uh, and, and, and bless you like we've been blessed. And so that's, again, 11 o'clock today, 5238 Evers Road. Phase two of what we want to do for our community, and this is open to San Antonio, the surrounding areas, New Braunfels, Bandera, um, Bernie, uh, anybody in, in, our, in our listening area, in, in our immediate area, and in the Corpus Christi and Coastal Bend area, because we know that they were hit too. Um, certainly a, a little different than uh, certainly a little different than, than us, but they also had their challenges down there. They're not used to the cold that they got, and they were shut down as a city for a few days as well. Um, this is going to be open to all of those folks, and uh, and what we're calling it is the window of hope. And uh, the way this is going to work is you go to our website, windowworldtx.com, go to the window of hope page. And uh, if you or someone that you know is in need of assistance with paying their electric bill, um, on top of everything else, you don't want to have to wonder if you're going to be able to pay your electric bill, uh, your utility bill. We want you to fill out uh, a little form that's on there and, uh, and send that in. 
with 500 words or less as to why you're in this. And we're going to bless as many families as we possibly can. Debbie and I have, have committed to $20,000 um, uh, out of pocket to pay people's utility bills up to $500. So if your utility bill is $350 and you're chosen, we're going to pay that bill. Anything up to $500, we're going to take care of it for you if, uh, if, if you were chosen. Uh, we're going to solicit these uh, entries for the next two weeks, which hopefully will give you time to get your February bill in. And, uh, and, and once we have that, we're going to go through and we're going to start picking uh, the folks that we're going we're gonna to take care of with this. Again, it's called the Window of Hope. If you go to windowworldtx.com, uh, you'll, you'll, um, you'll, you'll learn more about this contest and, uh, and, and probably a little bit more about Debbie and myself as well. Um, we love this city. We love this state. We are heartbroken for everyone who has gone through the things that they've gone through past week. Uh, and uh, we want to do whatever we can in, in whatever small way to help ease that burden just a little bit. And Martin, I want to put in there with that, um, I'm going to devote to pay two of those bills. Thank you. And I'm going to, Thank you. And I'm going to put out a challenge to anybody else that's been blessed and is not hurting in this. Email Martin or myself. If you would like to donate some money to pay one or two of these bills, whatever you can afford, help us out. All we're, we're trying to help the community. And, and, and I will tell you, we didn't uh, talk about this, and we ha- hadn't come on with the intention of, of soliciting anything from anybody. But if you're if you feel so led, and your heart tells you, and you want to do something like that, you let us know. We're going to figure it out, and and we're going to figure out how to get this money into the hands that need it the most. Uh, again, Debbie and I are, are committing to twenty thousand personally and uh whomever else is out there and uh wants help i've, I've never done a, i've never done a telethon i've never not personally for something i mean i've been part of telethons yes but i've never done anything like this so i don't know exactly how that would work or how that would look we'll have to figure that out um well but, i didn't mean to put you on the spot it's just the lord reached down and touched me and said you know what martin and debbie are devoting to pay paying this much i need to put i need to put some money on well you're good man jim uh you you're you're easy you give me the money, we'll take care of it. It's all good. Right, but, right. but uh, you know, for, for the larger picture, we need to kind of work those details out, and we'll get with the right people and do that. Um, anyway, know that we're praying for you um, wherever you are. If, if you're in, in the Hill Country, if you're in San Antonio, uh, if you're in the Coastal Bend area and you've been uh, touched by this in some way, and most of us have, um, we're going to get through this because Texans are strong, we're resilient, and uh, we get back up again. And, and that's the way it is. And we're going to do our part to help with that. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. My name is Martin Bomba. That's my buddy Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And uh want to remind you, 11 o'clock today, it is. And we're going to be reminding you every every uh, break, we're going to be reminding you the uh, hot meal and water distribution going on at Window World, 5238 Evers Road today, starting at 11 o'clock until it runs out. Uh, we've got free food and water for those who are needy and want to come by. Just say hi and and say I'd, I'd like to, to get some hot food, and we're going to take care of you as long as we possibly can. Uh, we we appreciate so much Backwoods Barbecue uh, in San Antonio for stepping up and bringing the food out. Um, there We also have a local partner providing purified water, uh, so bring your fillable jugs and water bottles. Thanks to Energy 94.1 for uh, for suggesting this and helping us set up this event. We appreciate them tremendously. Thank you so much. And uh, and we'll see you today at 11. So can't can't wait.
Can't wait. Uh, let's get to those phone lines, though. We've got one lined up, and yours, too, coming up at 210-599-5555. Good morning, George. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I've I got a question for you. Uh, yes, sir. After this nice, this nice little winter wonderland that we had, um, <laughs> I want to get a generator system put in, and I can't afford to say, "Hey, look, I want to, I want to buy this, put it in." So I want to buy a setup, and uh, and then have somebody put it in. And do you okay. have any idea who I could have to do that? You know, uh, you and about uh, eighty thousand other people are, are wanting to do the same thing. Um, and and as and as far as somebody to put it in, I you know I can tell you the generators that I know uh, have have uh, performed well just because of the neighbors that have posted on neighborhood sites and and in my neighborhood that have come, that came through it with a generator and just raved about them. Uh, the Generac generators um, seem to be uh, a very popular one and one that you could probably get an electrician to put in for you. Um, uh, you might want to try Mr. Electric. Uh, I bet they could hook up a generator for you. Absolutely. Um, Onan generators, um, those are great generators. There are several good generators out there. Um, what you want to do is just make sure that you're, that you're using one that is it's a good quality generator. Um, and then, of course, you said you wanted to acquire the generator and then have someone to install it. Um, if you do that, then make sure that they're a licensed electrician and make sure that they're experienced in generator installations because there are grounding uh, issues. There's all kinds of issues with a generator that have to be followed to make sure that uh, you don't turn your house into a, a lightning rod. Right. Uh, well, I was uh, I was went through a... a uh, a, a site, I can't remember which it was, and they showed you how to figure it out, and it figured out I needed like 22,000 watts or something like that to run my house normally. And uh, we live in a, a, a manufactured home. It's, a, it's a, about 1,600 square feet, and uh, we figured 24,000 would be, would do us nicely. And, uh, now, there, there are different kinds of generators you can get, too. You can get whole home generator, or you can get one that just runs necessities, like your freezer, your refrigerator. And your heater. And, and maybe your heater. The lighting in the house, um, I, I helped a, a good friend of mine um, this last week, during the week, uh, calculating the generator size he would need for his home. And yes, if you have a 200 amp main feed, then a 22,000 uh, watt generator is going to feed the whole home. But you don't necessarily have to feed that whole home um, because your house is set up uh, to where you can, to where the heater, the dryer, stove, to all of this stuff can be run simultaneously. When you go to yeah. a generator system, you can set up the generator system where you're not going to use the stove and the dryer and the heater at the same time. You're only going to use one of those. So if you're using the heater, then if you want to cook something, you want to turn the heater off until you're through cooking. And then you bring the heater back on once you're through cooking. And with that, you can cut that wattage that you need in half. And here's the other thing to consider whenever you're hooking up your generator. There are different things that power generators. If you have natural gas, that would be the number one choice for me to set up your, your generator to puff of. If you don't have natural gas, propane would be the next choice. Uh, for us, for instance, we have a, a large propane tank that we run all of our gas appliances off of. We would run our generator off of that. So, um, you know, the, the last thing I think that you'd probably want to run your generator off of would be some kind of a fuel that you'd have to go in and fill it up with a diesel or what have you. Well, now, one thing I can tell you is they have, Daniel and I, 
uh, through research and Dan mainly Daniel's research found a generator it's called a Duromax um, it's made right here in the United States As a matter of fact they make their own engines um, they don't buy a Briggs and Stratton engine and put it on there they make their own engines they're 100 percent made in the US and they have a dual fuel generator which that generator will run off of either diesel fuel or propane so you're okay. going to have two different fuel options to run it with okay well that, that helps me out a whole lot because I, I, I do not want to go through this again <laughs> right and that duromax believe it or not is really quite affordable the uh 13,000 uh watt which at 13,000 watts is going to give you about uh, 40 to 50 amps of power. Somewhere in between 40 and 50 amps, which is enough to run your heater. It's enough to run uh, the lighting in your home, um, you know, as long as you don't try to turn everything on at one time. Right, and okay. at that, that, that generator was less than $1,500 Ow. on the cost of the generator oh, itself. I'll have to check into that. I appreciate that. You guys are, I like to listen to you because you give me some ideas, and I sure appreciate it. Well, we're glad to help, as always, and uh, and thank you so much for listening. We appreciate that very much, George. All right. You take care. You have a, a great day. Stay safe, and I hope everybody out there recovers nicely from all this nonsense. So, uh, you and me both, brother. You and me both. Have a wonderful <laughs> weekend, okay? Let's, uh, let's get to Susie. Susie, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi, good morning to these two good morning. men. Thank you for what y'all are doing. Um, my question is, okay, can I start washing clothes? Um, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, my water's been fine. Um, I just, you know, didn't know if there's enough time to for everything to uh, thaw out that I can't see, you know? Does your washing machine drain? Do you have a separate hose that drains out into the yard? Um, or are you in the city drain, going no. going into a septic? I mean, going into a sewer. Um, I guess it goes into the sewer because I don't okay. ever see water. <laughs> you should be you should be fine to wash. Uh, the only reason I ask that is because the first load that uh, my wife tried to do after uh, everything was was better. The first load that she had to try, she tried to do. We have a drain from our washing machine actually runs out um, for uh, landscape watering. We use it for landscape watering, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and that line had frozen, so it overflowed the washing washing machine drain in the house and flooded the laundry room. So because that the, the drain was frozen, and that was the only reason I asked that. As far as cleanliness of the water, um, the boil order is just to make sure that you're killing bacteria and all in the water. Oh. It's not necessarily for washing clothes or washing dishes. If you're if you're taking right. a shower, if you're taking a shower and not ingesting it, you can even take a shower as long as you're not taking it in your mouth. Right. Yeah. Oh, I have been showering with no problem. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so if you can shower, you can certainly, uh, you can certainly um, do laundry. Okay. Yes. Okay. So second question: If something happens there's an issue with the water you know if i start hearing clunk 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 you know up above or in the walls or whatever um who do you recommend i call <laughs> a qualified plumber um there's a lot of plumbing companies out there in town uh -huh, um right. you know we will we'll recommend quarter moon plumbing we'll recommend our mindia plumbing um there's just a lot of quality companies out there just do your research on the company and please bear in mind that when you call them for the next few weeks, these guys are going to be so busy that they don't even know which yes, end is up. 
I know, I know. That's why I'm like, okay, how much longer can I wait on clothes? Well, and here's here's the important thing to remember. Uh, the, these are companies that we know and we, we recommend, but there are a lot of good qualified plumbers out there. Mm-hmm. And at right. this time... You may not be getting the one that we uh, that we recommend. It doesn't mean that they're not a good plumber. The one thing I want you to be sure to do is be sure that you see their plumbing li- their plumber's license. Make sure that they are a licensed and insured plumber. That's the biggest that, thing right now. That is a great idea. Thank you so much. Well, you're sure welcome, Susie. Thank you so much for calling this morning. You're welcome. Okay. God bless you. You have a great day. God bless you, ma'am. You know, Bye-bye. Martin, with, as with any natural disaster, I'm glad you said that because there's going to be a lot of uh, of guys that are popping up that are not licensed that are going out here and saying, oh, I can do that plumbing work. Oh, yeah. There, there, uh, there's a lot of, lot of chucking of trucks. When, no, when not, that's not to say that somebody that volunteers to come to your home and help you with water leaks is one of these people. But if they're coming to your home and charging you, they're typically not doing that out of the goodness of their heart. Uh, because I've got a couple of friends right now that have posted to Facebook and sent out uh, mass messages that anybody that needs any help with any borking pipes, call them. I love that, and, and I even saw in our neighborhood, we've, we've got a neighborhood newsletter like most people do. Um, uh, one of our, our neighbors in the neighborhood said, I've got a bunch of half-inch and three-quarter-inch pipes, fittings, mm-hmm. elbows, connect, uh, you know, uh, nipples, whatever. He said, I've got a bunch of them. If you need one, just come on by and pick them up. Right. Uh, I mean, that's... That's what well, we, were, that's what we do Steve here, Wofford, man. Right? That's what we do, of course. Steve posted to his Facebook. I saw it. Anybody I saw needs it. any help with, with broken pipes, that's, call me. That's because Steve's a good man. And Steve knows how to do plumbing, doesn't have a license. But right. he's doing this by volunteer. He's doing this to help people. If you've got a friend who's handy and they can keep your water on. They can dig a hole. Let them help you out. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Help you out, you know. But don't pay somebody unless you see that they are a licensed insured plumber. Very important. Licensed, insured plumber, okay? Uh, We have got to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to get right back to your phone calls. I know that they're going to be full today. We're going to have lots of callers, and we already do have full lines right now, but keep trying. David, Ernest. Robert, Brian, you're all coming right up. Uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, coming up at 11 o'clock today. It is our uh, it is our hot meals and uh, water giveaway here at Window World, 5238 Evers Road. 5238 Evers Road, starting at 11 o'clock until supplies run out. I want to say thank you to Backwoods Barbecue. Uh, at Back- Backwoods Barbecue is where you can find them. Uh, Energy 94.1 for helping us uh, make all this happen and put it together for us, uh, as well as Rita's, uh, Rita's Cocina in Leon Valley, who is uh, getting us a bunch of tacos for this giveaway. Uh, if you have a chance and you're in the Leon Valley area and you want to go by and have some of the best Mexican food in San Antonio, bar none, Rita's Cocina, uh, just uh, such super giving people. Uh, over Over the last year, I've seen Gibby and... And, and Maria give away thousands of tacos to our first responders, uh, our police, our firefighters. We have been blessed to be a part of some of those giveaways with them and, uh, and, and, and just the best people. Rita's Cocina in Leon Valley. Be sure to go by and see them if you get a chance, and thank you for contributing to our, uh, our, our food giveaway today. Uh, let's get back to those phone lines. Uh, Ernest, Robert, Brian, you're all coming up. But, David, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, I live in New Braunfels, and uh, on Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, I noticed that our master bathroom toilet was, um, I was able to flush it one more time, but then the water wasn't returning back into the tank, and it stayed like that until about Wednesday morning. And But thankfully, we had running water everywhere else, and all the other toilets in the house were working 
And um, but then on Wednesday, I noticed that the that I was I tried it again. I filled up the tank with water and I was able to flush it, and the water did return, and it it, it seemed to be working like normal. So I was just curious: is the I'm assuming that the that the pipe for the toilet um, had frozen. Is it is this on a to, is this on an outside wall of the house? Yes, sir. It's in the it's in a back left hand corner of the house, and it yeah, was the the, the pipe feeding that commode probably froze. Yeah. Um, simply because it's on an exterior wall of the home, and it's not something that water continuously moves through. Um, so it probably froze. Um, as long as you don't see any water coming over the, spilling out over the edge of the slab on the outside, or anything yeah. swelling up in the yard, then you should be fine. Um, okay. So it can function normal. It can, it can, you know, be frozen and then return back to its normal. It can. Yes. It can. Just it, because a pipe freezes doesn't mean it's going to burst. Right. It means it can, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to. Because I guarantee you, there were millions of pipes across our area that froze that, didn't that did burst. not did not right. break. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. That's good enough. And and then I just had one other question. I have a sprinkler system, and um, I, I'm, I live in a David Weekly home, and the 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 builder had sent an email on how you can. Um, I haven't Drain run the my system. sprinkler system this year, and um, but I couldn't find. <laughs> I felt silly because I couldn't find where the if my system has one like a main shutoff valve for the sprinkler system. So I I looked up and down my house to find one, and I mean I, I had would my fe- sprinkler system turned off, but I would feel sure I that it does. Okay. I would feel sure that it does, um, but but I'm I I wouldn't swear to that. Um, a lot of times yeah. they're placed in the garage or in a garage wall. Um, where okay. the sprinkler system ties into the, bird. I'm yeah, sorry, a rainbird system, right? It's a yeah. System. Well, and just and to make sure if you, whether or not you have any problems with it, once everything thaws completely and good, maybe this evening or tomorrow, everything is thawed completely and good. Turn on your sprinkler system and do it manually. Turn it on yeah. because like you want to water every zone. Yeah. And if you, you you'll okay. see the geysers in the yard. If you had pipes that froze, you'll you it's definitely you'll know show it. you. You'll you'll know it. You turn that system on, and psh, there oh, yeah. they go. You'll know it. And at that point, then you okay. can shut the system back down, um, and then contact your builder or um, or a good irrigation company or a good want. irrigation company, and they can come out and identify where the cutoffs are. Okay, that's perfect. Those are my questions. Thank you so much, gentlemen. I really appreciate David, it. David, thank you so much for calling this morning. We appreciate you, man. Uh, let's let's get in one more before we go to break here. Uh, Ernest, good morning. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. I I have uh, a house that's on Pier and Bean, and it's just under 500 square feet, the house itself. Um, during this freeze, I heard this noise, and it sounded like a muffled uh, popping sound or firecracker sound or something like that. So the next morning, I went underneath the house, and I could see where this PEX tubing that I have under there, it had broke away from that uh, from the fitting. And then I was looking at some of the PVC fittings that come from my toilet to uh, to go into the waste trap. It had looked like it cracked right around the fitting. And mm-hmm. all underneath my house is just soaking wet, man. And I'm wondering, uh, I'm concerned about my, my foundation because the... Um, when I look at the skirting on the side of the house, there's a small piece of wood. It looked like it's about a two inch. Um, it's about two inches uh, wide, 
and it, it goes on top of that skirting, it was pushed out. So, so how, how, could, could let me ask you this: What kind of skirting? What kind of skirting do you have on your house? It's that uh, that it looked like concrete. Okay. Uh, first thing you need to do is open up any access doors or anything that you have under that house and try to get try to get that area dried out. First thing you need to do is: Do you have the water turned well, off? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, that'd be yes, first. The water's turned off. Water's okay. Been turned off. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, try to get that area underneath the house dried out. Get some fans under there if you can. Uh, get as ventilated as you possibly can, and try to get that dried out as much as you can. It's not unusual to have the the breaks where you had them because the the burst is going to happen in the weakest point of that system, and and the weakest points in PEX and the weakest points in PVC are at the joining points. And if it if it was not glued 100% well, it's going to burst. If it's if it's uh, high pressure, the the weakest point is where you're going to get that break. So that's not unusual. Uh, as far as long-term foundation damage, I doubt it. Um, not saying it couldn't, but I doubt it. You didn't get. You probably didn't get any more water under there than you would have gotten in a torrential f- d- downpour rain with runoff running under the home. Yeah. I don't think you're going to have any long-term foundation issues with it. Uh, what you may have seen with that skirting bulging is a little bit of movement simply due to the ground swelling, and it's actually the skirting that moved and not your house. Okay. And as the ground dries, you may see that bulge go away. I, I won't, I'm not yeah. saying you will or you won't, but you may. Okay. What's the freeze line here for us? <laughs> you mean in normal time? <laughs> freeze yeah, line yeah. is about is about four inches, but this time it was probably fourteen inches. Yeah. Is it possible that that could cause some of my peers to push up? No. No, typically, very. You would have to get a whole lot more water in there um, for it to cause those piers to push up. It'd have to be a whole lot wetter, Um, and the ground itself would actually have to freeze. Um, When Martin says fourteen inches, basically what what we're saying is that typically, if you've got a pipe that's buried deeper than four inches, it's not going to freeze here typically under any conditions. We probably froze pipes that were 10 to 12 inches deep this time. But that's just to say that the pipe froze or the water froze in the pipe. The actual ground didn't turn into frozen ground and start uh, the ground started expanding. That We didn't get that colder for that long. Okay, good. We didn't good. get to frozen tundra conditions. It may have felt like it, folks, but we weren't at frozen tundra conditions. That's we weren't at the conditions where the, where the ice actually started swelling the ground. Okay. All right, well, that's what I needed to know. It makes me feel a whole lot better because I can, I can deal with the, the busted pipes, but I was really scared about those piers and the foundation. No, I don't think you have anything to worry about with what we had. Uh, I mean, you're talking for it to happen from a water leak. It would have to be an undetected and uncorrected water leak for uh, for weeks. Okay, okay. All right, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. Y'all have a good day. You're sure welcome. Thank you so much for calling, Ernest. Oh, what a day, what a day. Uh, We are all kind of thawing out and and recovering from the deep freeze. And uh, certainly, 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 certainly uh, happy to be here with you this morning. I want to also uh, tell you about a couple of things we're doing here uh, at Window World to to try to help with the situation that, that folks are in. Uh, just all, our small way of giving back uh, to the community. 
And uh, one of those is our uh, food and water distribution that we're doing this morning, starting at 11 o'clock and until supplies run out. Uh, we are going to be giving away uh, free hot meals uh, consisting of, of uh, family packs of, of tacos that are being uh, provided by Backwoods Barbecue uh, SA. Uh, you can check them out at, at Backwoods Barbecue SA. Uh, also, Rita's Cocina in uh, Leon Valley is, uh, is getting a whole bunch of tacos over here for us. We appreciate them doing that and being a part of this. And, uh, and of course, Energy 94.1, uh, one of our sister stations, one of KTSA sister stations uh, through Alpha Media that's uh, kind of put this all together and, and suggested this and, uh, and, and is uh, helping us get the word out today. So if you or someone you know is in need and, uh, and would love a hot meal today for you and your family, we're also going to have a water partner out here that's going to be filling up water bottles and jugs. So if you have clean water bottles and jugs, bring those along as well. Uh, this is first come, first serve, and while supplies last. So 11 o'clock is when we'll start serving, and we uh, we look forward to seeing you out here. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines. Brian, Betty Lou, Irma, you're coming right up. But, Robert, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning again. Welcome back, Robert. <laughs> Good morning again. So I, well, it, it's not a bad thing because it, it, it'll give me a chance to give the, the details on this, but it's something that I think, the power generation question earlier, um, and anybody who's considering a backup generator will be interested in. Okay. Uh, the, the CEO of Generac was talking, they power this, bought this uh, power storage backup company, and their plan is to tie your, I mean, the big problem with generators is they're not, they're expensive, and you hope you never use them, right? So that's what right. The plan is what the plan is is to make that generator available by by the internet software switch, so that the grid can turn it on when it needs it, buy the power from you. So you, you over time you retire the cost of your equipment, and when when the grid goes out, it's back to you. You, you it's all yours, and this really makes the idea of a whole house generator a lot more practical because. You know, by the time you, whatever, uh, you, you might have recovered the cost of the whole system. And then when you do need it, you've got a lot more standby power. I just thought it was a, great, a fantastic concept. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it since. He was on CNBC talking about it. But it's such an obvious, uh, wonderful solution that if they don't, I'm sure someone else will. That that's that's good. It, yeah, it would be a wonderful thing. Um, my only concern is as long as it was managed correctly. Yeah, um, that would be my only concern <laughs> with it. And well, how could I, you well, how could you question if it's managed correctly look at, look at, after, after the way things were managed this past week, Jim? Well, but yeah, well, <laughs> now see, I I have to disagree. Oh, I know. I, I have know. to disagree with the, the management on that. If you look into and you look at how the power grids work, and you go back for the last. 10, 15 years as to what's happened to the power grids. Um, this had nothing to do with management of the power grid. It's uh, basically it boils down to you're not going to get any power company or utility company to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to build backup plants that are only going to be used every 30 to 35 years. It's just not feasible to do that. Um, well, indeed, that's true, Jim. But they can do a lot better job of being prepared for severe weather, and that's that. I think Burkott's time has a problem. That, and we can't share the national power grid. 
Actually, the, the the problem, if you get into it and dwell into it as far as the national power grid goes, the problem arose that Texas had a lot of excess power because we have some very productive wind, wind fields and um, solar fields. We had a lot of excess power, and we began to sell that excess power north and east. And whenever we needed it back, they didn't have it to give back to us. It wasn't their fault. Their demand was as high as ours was. And if you look at the demand, many people have said, well, we survived 100-degree days in the summer without having these issues, and everybody was running their air conditioner. An air conditioner pulls about, an air pulls about one-third of the load of an electric heater. So therein lies therein lies at least some of the problems. Yes, yes. Plus yes, you've got a 40 to 50 degree gap to catch up, whereas in the air conditioning, you've got a maybe 25 or 30 degree gap. Right. You're right about that, exactly too. Exactly right. That's right, Robert. Exactly right. So I don't blame all of this on administration or management. What I, The only thing I meant by my comment about managed correctly is I remember whenever... Um, see, whenever a power company came out with a a plan that they could put in a thermostat that they could communicate with your air conditioner um, to help out during peak times, and it got to the point where they were going out and turning off everybody's air conditioners if the peak peak time got bad, and you were without AC and you had no control over it, you could not turn it back on. Yeah, not not on board with that. Yeah, and that's the only that's the only thing that I say about managing it correctly is that if you're going to give them that much control on the electricity, let's make sure that there's some type of a switch or something you can put in there that when you need it, you can get it back. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. But, but if they have to cut power as an alternative to turning off your air conditioner, I, I will have them turn off my air conditioner. And, and, and some, people would, and no some people would agree with that, some people wouldn't, but, but here's the thing. I don't think that there is a magic bullet cure no. for this. I think no. it's going to take a whole lot of conversation and a whole lot of good, deep thinking to get this corrected. And, and, and the ideas that you presented, Robert, fantastic ideas, oh, yeah. and, and, and yeah. maybe, maybe that's part of the solution. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be one person, and it's not going to be one solution. It's going to be a lot of people getting together and figuring out a way to make this never, ever happen again. And, and that's what 100%. all of our goal is. That's what all of our goal is. Absolutely. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much for being a part of the show this morning. We appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Brian, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi, how you doing? Fantastic. How are you this morning? Uh, warming up, finally. Thank goodness. Yes, sir. Well, how can we help you this uh, morning? Well, we had had our water turn off and on a couple of times over this week, and uh, Wednesday night it finally came back on again, and we heard a gushing noise. So I went around. The, I got dressed, and it was at night, and I went around the house because we heard a noise. I thought it might have been a pipe burst. And walking around the house, I discovered that our um, I wrapped our pipe. I thought all our pipes really well, but uh, I found that our gas line um, to the main the main gas line to the house was not wrapped and I panicked but then I realized well it's running fine because our heaters are running fine our gas heaters are running you know the the main the main heaters of the house are running fine so uh, somebody told me that gas gas doesn't freeze the gas itself the ga- natural gas itself will not freeze the only issue that you have is that in uh, certain places in a natural gas system, you have condensate um, traps that are going to trap the condensate uh, because it will condense moisture out of the gas inside the pipes. 
Um, typically, these are set up where uh, it would have to get a whole lot colder and a whole lot for a whole lot longer than it did for there to be any issues with gas piping systems. But the only part of a gas piping system that is going to freeze would be a, a condensate trap. What, well, what does that look like? It was it was the part that goes into the house and it had the meter on there. Do I need to wrap all that piping for next? No, time no, 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 no. You don't need to wrap. You, you you typically basically don't need to wrap any of it because all that a condensate drain or a condensate trap is in a in a in a uh, gas system is that where uh, somewhere where somewhere in the system or maybe in more than one place in the system where it makes a ninety degree turn instead of putting in a ninety a ninety degree elbow in they're going to put in a T. They're going to come off of the bottom of that T with a six or eight inch pipe and cap the bottom of that pipe so that any condensate that may be in the pipe as it goes vertical is going to fall into that little, uh, fall past that T into that little piece of pipe. And then again, it's going to evaporate on its own as the temperatures change. It's not something that is to be concerned with. Um, okay. Typically, you don't see gas pipes freeze. No. Okay. Well, well one other thing that made, made me worry was. Uh, when they did the uh, oil notice, I started turning on our, our stove, and I noticed instead of a nice blue flame, it was more of a yellow, orange, orangey flame. Is that normal? No. No. That's no, not. that is not normal. Um, how is your stove vented? Because uh, you are, have... Well, first of all, are, are, you on, are you on city gas, or, or what are you on? We're are on you propane, or? City gas. Get call a, the city. Call the city. Please call the city. They will They will have somebody come out and check that for you and make sure that everything's operating Absolutely. safely, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you calling, Brian. Irma, Daniel, hang on. You're coming right up. But next up, Betty Lou, you're on the KTSA Improvement Show. Hi. I'm here. Um, I don't have the normal question because I was one of those lucky ones that never lost electricity. But what I did lose and I didn't know you had to protect it. Uh, I live out in the country, and we have our own pump, and the pump goes to the water softener, and then the water softener comes into our house along with the pump. Well, the the softener line totally disintegrated. It was had a plastic, you, you, that something, that thick plastic pipes. So then I went out, and I had to frost it pretty good, so I thought, well, good, I'll go out there and I'll at least uh, get the water to the house. I don't want the softener. Bad, bad move. That caused the water there by that lever to break, and all of the water in my pump leaked out, and it's gone. So I turned off the pump, and hopefully that will help. So how much work is going to be involved in on that to fix those lines? That is going to be completely dependent on how tight the fittings are and how much pipe they have, if they have enough room to tie onto the existing pipe with new fittings, if they're going to have to replace all of the piping. There's just too many variables for me to say how oh. long it's going to take them to fix it. Okay, wow. <clears throat> and they well, wouldn't be able to give you any idea either. Um, don't be surprised if they come out and if it's going to be an extensive job. And I'll say this to all of our listeners. Don't be surprised if they come out and do a temporary repair to restore your water and then schedule a time to come back later to do, to do the, the major repairs to the water softener unit. Because okay. their main concern when they come out is going to be to restore water to your home. Right. Whether well, it be soft water or whether it be straight off of your well. Uh, okay. Well, when 
but they have to actually look at it before they can tell me what what yes ma'am yes ma'am oh, there's okay. no way that there, there's no way that any plumber is going to be able to tell you how long it's going to take or how many fittings he's going to need or any of that before they take a look at it there there's just there's too many variables there okay i didn't know that Okay, well, at least I have water barrels. I have four 50-gallon ones, so I have nice, clean water in there. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, I'm sorry. Now, as that, water se- as that water sets for a few days, I would not use that for drinking water unless you boil it. Oh, I'm Correct. boiling everything. Okay. Okay. Oh, there you yeah. go. I have three there pots on the stove right now boiling it. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. Well, all oh. right. Thank you, right. Betty Lou. We appreciate you calling this morning. 210-599-5555 is the number. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Irma. Irma, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hello, Martin. This is Martin. This is Irma's husband. <laughs> well, hello, Martin. How are you? I'm fine. I spoke with you a couple of weeks ago about my windows, but that's not why I'm calling today. Okay. The reason I'm calling today when I turn on my air conditioner in my guest bathroom, the sink drain has a gurgling sound. What is it? Yeah, that is where the uh, air conditioner condensate drain is tied into the bathroom sink trap. Okay? Uh-huh. And the reason for that gurgling sound is because when your heater comes on uh, and it starts running, the trap from the heater is dry. During with running our heat as much as we ran it in the last few days, it dried your trap out. Okay. So the gurgling sound you're hearing is actually the water bubbling or the air bubbling back where it's formed a negative pressure against that sink trap. Uh huh. The best way to solve that is your unit. Uh, I'm assuming your unit is in the attic. Yes. Is it easy to access? Yes. Go up there with a pitcher of water. Uh-huh. Um, on top, where the drain comes out of the AC unit, there should be a uh, a T with a little stand on top and a and a cap on uh-huh. that on that little stand. Take that cap off and pour that pitcher of water down in the AC drain. That's going to refill the trap and it's going to stop your gurgling noise. Okay, okay. I got another question for you. Uh, the wife put a jalapeno in the microwave and it caught fire and that little plastic thing up on the roof of the microwave turned black is there a problem with that yes there could be there could be if it if it if it if it just turned black possibly not but if it warped or contorted in any way shape or form or got brittle then you want to go with what microwaves cost you want to go buy a new microwave because okay. that's part well, of the shielding it didn't do none of that. It just turned black. Uh, you should be can, able to. Can you, you wipe that off? off? Can you wipe that off? Yeah, it, most no. of it. Most of it came off. No. Use use one of those, uh, Mister Clean Magic erasers. Yes, should take it right okay. off. As long as it didn't warp or get brittle or crack, then you should be fine. Should be fine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And my third question and the final one is, who do you rec- recommend for foundation inspections? Uh. Any any good foundation company can can inspect it for you. Um, you know, there, for for years we've been talking about Baird Foundation Repair. Yes. Um, there's Arredondo Group. There's there's any number of good old found, sham. Old, there's yeah. There's any number of good foundation companies out there. Just get a good, reputable, long-standing, licensed company, and make sure that it's an engineer who's inspecting. Okay, because in my ceiling in my 
formal living area, I'm starting to get a lot of facial cracks. Would that be because of foundation moves? Possibly. Sure could be. Sure, sure could be. be. Yes, sir. Yes. Hmm. Okay, I'll have to have them come out and check it out then. Well, all right, right. Martin. You well, hopefully. Have a fine day, and we'll, we'll try and send some warm weather for the rest of the week now. Man, you, you just think those warm thoughts. I'm doing it myself, Martin. Thank you very much for calling this morning. We appreciate you. Uh, let's get one more in here before we go to break. Let's go to Daniel. Daniel, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. I get, I've got an old building I'm looking at uh, replacing just some of the windows. It's a building built back in the 20s. Okay. I think the windows are, are taller than the normal stock. I mean, can y'all how tall can you all manufacture your windows before it gets too tall? Well, for for us uh, on a operational window, uh, you know, one that's going to raise up and down, our max height is typically around eighty four inches. Well, we uh, can go up to ninety six. We can ninety six, uh, but that's going to it's going to be dependent on the width. That's yeah. The, the if we get over yeah. thirty five wide, then it's going to be eighty four. Um, if we get it 42 wide, I believe it's 72 is the maximum height. Are they wide and tall, or are they are they narrow and tall? Uh, they're um, double and triple width, I guess you'd call it. They're all together. So there's two. So there's two or three of them in the uh, hole together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we can we can typically divide that down and make up to 96 inches tall. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to wait. Let it warm up a little bit before I tackle the project. I'll be contacting y'all. We yeah, look forward to it. I have a comment about the gentleman with the generator. It's a good mm, idea, yes. but it's the same thing with solar. They design solar panels and stuff to shut down. But we lose power because the back feeds into the generator system. You know, it, you could kill somebody. Uh, right. Some logistics that would have to be taken care of. Not a bad oh, yeah. idea, but uh, it'd be something that's feasible. I mean, I'm looking at three or four generator systems right now, so just for my own personal use. And uh, right. that's what I'm going to be looking into. But anyway, y'all have a well, great weekend. Stay warm. You too. You too. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Hopefully we won't have to be saying stay warm for much longer. Hopefully we'll be saying, hey, hope you stay cool today. Well, you know what the old, you know what the old grandma's <laughs> tale was, right? What's that? That if the snow was on the ground for three days, for longer than three days, that we would have snow again before spring. That's that, that. That's literally an old an, uh, one of the. Uh, I won't say it's an old wives' tale. It's wrong. an old grandma's tale. Oh my gosh! I hope that's wrong. It that's says that in say. Texas, if snow's on the ground for more than days, Eesh. that you're going to have snow again before spring. Yikes! I hope that's wrong. That's all I could say. Snow uh, way. Hey, snow <laughs> <laughs> way. Snow way. Snow way. Cha. <laughs> there's, there's a resurgence of uh, of of uh, Wayne and Garth. Right now, I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, they've been yeah. on all the talk shows and stuff. There, I think there may be another movie coming. Is what I'm thinking, but uh, that made me think of that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, the last the last three or four, last five days has made me think of the movie Day, the day After Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean. no kidding. First, first last year, you know, reminded me of Contagion. And then <laughs> well, you know, I warned, I warned you. I'm going to say it. I warned you. I warned all of our listeners. I said that 2021 was going to turn around and look at 2020 and say, shh, hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> well, I saw a picture the other day that said, you know, everybody has toilet paper, but now nobody has any toilet water. <laughs> Welcome to 2021. Oh, the irony of it all. Oh. Yeah, I, I was joking in the sales office, I guess, on, on Friday. Uh, I, I said, no, no, it wasn't Friday. It was, yeah, it was. It was Friday. It was yesterday. I said, uh, we're going to get T-shirts printed up to say, hi, it's 2020. You miss me yet? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Man. Okay. We know that, uh, you know, after all of this and, and after all of the expense that's going to be incurred because of this past week, that uh, the last thing we want you to have to worry about is paying uh, this month's utility bill. And, and if we can help, we certainly want to do that. So uh, what we are doing is we are encouraging people to go to our website, windowworldtx.com. Uh, window of Hope is what the uh, contest is called. It's called the Window World uh, Window of Hope. And if you go to windowworldtx.com forward slash window dash of dash hope, and we're going to make it easier to get to on the front page here shortly, but that's where you can get to it now, windowworldtx.com, window dash of dash hope. Uh, after your forward slash, fill out the uh, the, the entry. Uh, tell us why you're in need of having that bill um, taken care of for you. And uh, we will choose uh, as many folks as we can over the next two to three weeks and uh, be taking care of those, those energy bills for you, um, up to $500. So if, you're, if your bill, for instance, is $350 and you're chosen, we're going to cover that. If it's you know, $450, we're going to cover that up to $500. And uh, we're going to just take care of as many people as we can as long as, as, it, uh, as that money holds out. Jim graciously uh, offered to take care of at least a couple of folks' bills, so essentially a thousand dollars out of his pocket. Yep. Uh, and uh, and 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 uh, if you'd like to help out in some way, if you're a business owner or if you're a, an individual that wants to help out, we really weren't doing this as a as a telethon or soliciting help on this. But if you feel so called and it's something that you want to be uh, a, a part of with this. We'll figure out some way uh, to make that happen. I, I'll have to consult with some folks and figure out what we need to do to make that happen. But drop me an email at mbomba at windowworldtx.com, and, and, uh, and we're happy to, to entertain how we can make that happen. Um, again, we've got our, our uh, big food giveaway going on this morning starting at 11. So get on by if you can, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody out here. Let's get back to those phone lines uh, quickly here uh, as we have them filling up again at 210-599-5555. First up, we've got Gordon. Gordon, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, guys. How y'all? Fantastic. How can we help you this morning? Yeah, Jim, uh, I know you got some AC experience. Uh, my question's on the outside condenser. Uh, do those things freeze up? If it's a heat pump system, yes, sir, they will. Um, but uh, they're going to freeze up for a certain period of time, and then the system should go into what's called a defrost mode, where it defrosts itself. It reverses the hot gas from the compressor um, to thaw the ice off the coil. Well, I do have a heat pump. Uh, uh, you, you reckon? I remember last year I had an ambient sensor uh, go out on ambient air sensor go out on me. Uh, uh, but you said a uh, heat pump can freeze up. What can I do to uh, kind of help that thing thaw? Because it hadn't been on for a few days. I mean, the inside unit works, but the outside wasn't coming on at all. Okay, the outside unit is not going to come on if the temperature outside is below 35 to 40 degrees Fahrenheit. That system oh. has a sensor in it that, that keeps it turned off. So what you may have had is that it had started to get a layer of ice built up on the coil, which is absolutely normal. Typically, heat pump system will go into defrost about six times in a 24-hour period to melt that ice off. Now, it may have been just short of a defrost cycle whenever the temperature outside dropped below the setting on your ambient control. When it dropped below that, it shuts off everything to that unit. The unit is not is not allowed to do anything 
until the temperature climbs back up above that set point. Okay, so you're talking uh, that uh, outside coal would yes. uh, it shut, shuts that down. Okay, all right, well then I'm pretty sure that thing's going to be thawing out here in the next day or two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It should be thawing out just fine here in the next day or two. Now, if you notice that it's trying to come on and it's not thawing out, then you definitely want to call your service company to come out and check it and make sure that you don't have a, a problem with a sensor or with the defrost control. Well, would uh, help spraying the condenser coils down the uh, water hill? Uh, I probably wouldn't suggest doing that simply because what builds on the condenser coil is typically frost. If you add a lot of water to that, you're going to build ice, and the expansion of the ice could damage the tubing. Okay, well, I was just figuring uh, the warmer temperatures coming up, you know. uh, I would not worry too much about spraying uh, spraying water on it. It it, it should, if it does try to come on, it should immediately come on into a defrost mode if it detects ice on the coil. It should immediately come on for maybe a a few moments, and then it'll switch gears and go into a defrost mode. Very good. I appreciate you all, man. Y'all do a good job. Have well, thank you, sir. We we appreciate you calling in this morning. Thanks for the question. Uh, let's get to Robert. Robert, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, I left, uh, my my question or my problem is that, that I, I opened up the window to let the air in, and the springs came out of the window. Is it fixable, or do you have to throw it out? When when you say the springs came out, are you talking about the the balance system that that runs up and down, or? Uh, no, is uh, they're inside the window. On the when sides, the on window? the sides of the window. Is, is it on the sides the the part that makes the window operate up and down for you? Uh, yeah. Um, are they aluminum frame windows or are they vinyl frame? No, uh, aluminum. Probably going to have a very hard time finding parts to fix that. Uh, most of those are, are obsolete. You're going to have a very difficult time finding parts to fix it. So I had to take it out and put another one in. Typically, yes. Whenever you see the balances fail and fail uh, like that, where the springs, uh, where the springs spring or the springs go sprung or however you want to say it, typically you want to replace the window because even if you could find the balances and find somebody to do the repairs. By the time you spend that money, we could put in a new energy-efficient windows. Oh my God. Okay, second question. Um, when you put siding, do you have to board it up first and then put the siding? Because I have siding already, and I, I, um, I put the thing on, on the siding. Do I have to board it up and then put the siding on top of it? Hey, hey, Chris, could you put him on hold for just a second? I, I don't know what's going on with the with. Yeah, thank you. I, uh, I don't know if I heard the question c- correctly because your phone was was going in and out on us there, uh, Robert. But I think what you were asking is if you're going to side over that window and cover that window up. Is that what he's asking? No, he was talking about. Uh, uh, did he need to put board up? Uh, before? Well, he may have been asking. That's that. what I thought he was asking. And is if it, he was asking that, yes, then you absolutely, do, yes. you need to board up. You need to put a piece of plywood up there before you side you, over. You need to stud the stud the area. Put a piece of plywood over it and then and then side over it you can't just side over a window and have nothing back there you can't do right it it would be a mistake uh so hopefully that answers the question i hope uh let's get back to the phone lines get one more in here before we've got to get out of here michael good morning welcome to the ktsa home improvement show 
How you doing today? I got a question. Uh, I just did a remodel at my house and, and turned a bedroom into a master bathroom for my wife that had cancer last year. Yes, sir. And what, when we did that, I went ahead and got rid of my tank water heater and put in one of the tankless gas-powered systems, as well as we put in a water softener where the water heater was like used to be. And uh, I was just curious... We put a we put a inline filter in prior, you know, also before the water softener. Yes, sir. With the water, with and we also have like water filters in both refrigerators that we have in the house. Do we still are with all of them filters in place? Is it still probably a good thing to boil the water? Anyway? Yes, sir. The short answer is yes, sir. Uh, you can't be sure that it's going to get all the bacteria and other uh, impurities out. Uh, that that may cause you illness. So yes, please still boil your boil your water. Yes. Okay. okay. That's what Thank I, you, sir. That, I was curious about that. Thank you. P- appreciate it, Michael. We are so short on time, but I do want to remind you, starting in just a couple of minutes, uh, we're going to be having our food distribution and and water giveaway here at Window World. 5238 Evers Road, and that's until it runs out. 2 o'clock or until it runs out, whichever comes first. Uh, 5238 Evers Road, Window World, Texas. Uh, we are going to be giving away free hot family meals and water. Bring your uh, bring your water bottles, your fillable jugs, and we, we, just, we just want to bless some people this morning. And thanks again to Energy 94.1, Backwoods Barbecue, Rita's Cocina in Leon Valley. Thank you guys for making uh, this possible alongside us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And uh, get those entries in for the Window of Hope. Go to windowworldtx.com. Uh, we love you, San Antonio, as Trey always loves to say. Hate to steal one, but that's a good one to steal. We'll see you next week on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.